There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 97. All right, quick announcements. I'll be performing at the Arlington Cinema Draft in Arlington, Virginia. Parenthetically, D.C., June 17th and June 18th. Also, tickets are on sale for our uh, Nerdist Podcast Live at Comic-Con, July 23rd. Uh, you can get ticket information for both of those at Nerdist.com. Also, if you're in Los Angeles, come see us at Nerd Melt, Nerdist at Meltdown. You can follow us at NerdMelt on Twitter. You can also go to MeltComics.com to see uh, upcoming shows like Dan Harmon from Community or Jeff Garland or Dana Gould or David Koechner or Jonah Ray or Kumail Nanjiani or Jimmy Dore or me, Chris Hardwick. So uh, check us out. Come out and see our live performances. They're super fun. And also, you just really get to see Meltdown Comics is like a freaking clubhouse that I always wanted when I was a kid. And now I have it. And now I have it. I'm okay. I'd also like to thank our returning sponsor, GoToMeeting. Guys, it is challenging to get colleagues together for a meeting when people are traveling or working remotely. And GoToMeeting solves this challenge by letting everyone meet wherever they are. You just need an internet connection. Uh, everyone will literally be on the same page in, se in seconds. Totally easy for you. It's easy for your attendees. You'll look like you know what you're doing. Uh, makes conference calls much more effective. Collaborate, plan meetings, do status updates, wherever you are. Uh, it's great. Sign up for your free 30-day trial at GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button and then enter the promo code NERDIST. And now the Nerdist Podcast episode number 97 with Zoe Deschanel. I know. Now entering Nerdist.com. Everything's awesome. Oh, everything's great. Everything's awesome everything, all the time. Everything's awesome. Yeah, I'm recording already. Oh. There's no official. There's no setup. We just start recording. It's well, very... that's the beauty of podcasts. We just pull into it. <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasts. They don't have to sound professional or polished. Um, <laughs> no. They asked for it. Mad. Oh, no, I did. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. I they totally did. They asked for it to be professional, but we don't listen. We don't really... It's almost like we don't see the thousands of tweets complaining about the audio levels. My, uh, how's your microphone, Matthew? Don't know. I hear you it. You tell me. I can hear it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're good. All right. How's your like your like compression setup? Because like, oh, nothing bothers me more than like uh, 
podcast that blows out my ears. Pre- com- oh boy, you just, you, you just became the voice of the audience. Yeah. <laughs> you just became the voice of the audience. Uh, compression on them because we're in a professional uh, setup now. It looks really. There's a lot of equipment in Thank here. You. Yeah, it burns onto a CD, <laughs> a compact oh, disc, really? if you will. Yeah. They used those back in the 1900s. Yeah, yeah remember? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> remember riding your big wheel cycle to the record store for the uh, CD? What are you? Are you doing big VH1 now? Yeah, that, I, lo- yeah. I, love, I love the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is here. Hello, hey. Zoe. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited that you're on our show. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled that you're here. We had... Um, there was there was a week where we did the same episode of Chelsea lately, and then the next day oh, I right. I saw you at the Ferguson we were, show. We were doing like a late night. We were stalking each other. Yeah, late night. Late style. night. <laughs> I didn't. Did you do any other ones that I didn't that I didn't do? I don't think so. Those were like the two ones I did. Those are the two. It was weird though. I mean, that was weird. Do you like doing? I, do you like doing the talk shows? I I love it. I love doing talk shows. Unless I think those guys are really nice for yeah. sure. Um. Sometimes it's stressful, but I like it when they have no pre-interview, like, mm-hmm. or if you can, can, not that they have no pre-interview, but if you can convince them not to do one. Well, we take no pre-interview to the next yeah, all, I exactly. like it, because I like just talking and then, you know, it's more fun. That's, that's what, Fer, I mean, that's what's so great about Ferguson, Ferguson and Fallon, both yeah. of them. Like, they'll just talk to you like you're a person. Yeah. Yeah, it's so nice. It's weird when people are, like, really stuck on note cards. But that's the, that's the old style of talk show. That's yeah, the way it used where to they, be. Yeah, they, st- they, like, get a story and then they... They tell you what that story is, remind you what the story yeah, you yeah, told exactly. them on the phone, and then you say this, again. and then Jay will ignore that and start mm-hmm. a whole other thing. <laughs> I heard you recently had some trouble at the airport. Wait, yeah. I was just talking about kids. No, no, <laughs> you're in the airport. No, oh. uh, I mean I, he's very nice, so I, you know I think they're all nice oh, that and was fun. You know, it wasn't directed. At yeah, anybody. yeah, that was Ferguson. <laughs> she means Ferguson. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. I yeah no, I mean I, I enjoy them all, but I like that Craig Ferguson lets you like. Go off, <laughs> and I, I feel he like a, I do. I feel like a a, 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 a jackass because you introduced me to your husband Ben. In the back of my in the back of my head, I was like, "Wow, he looks really familiar." <laughs> and uh, so I, was, I, I let, then I went home and I talked to my girlfriend. I go, "Oh yeah, I met Zoe and she's great." And her husband Ben, he totally, he really God, I can't I can't place it. And she just looked at me. She's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a huge Death Cab fan, Aww. huge, Aww. love the Postal Service, and and it just. For some reason, there was just a disconnect. I just didn't. I don't well, know why. He didn't have I, his, his like magical glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lost a ton of weight within the past few years, right? He lost like thirty pounds. Oh maybe? wow, That's a ton! <laughs> I guess that is a lot. That's of weight. A lot. <laughs> I just for some reason it was not. I did not. I guess I just didn't know you were married, and so. I, and I there didn't, he was, and he was—he was, wasn't wearing his glasses to tip you off. So really, that was kind of his fault. He wasn't singing or anything. Yeah. He was not—he was not wearing <laughs> his Ben shirt. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't wearing the shirt that said Ben. <laughs> Hi, I'm in Death Cab. And his Death Cab tour jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and the postal and the, service and the backstage, cab. backstage pass. <laughs> yeah. His his tour laminate. Yeah, yeah. Multiple laminates. <laughs> it's funny. My dad's a cinematographer, and he shot a Rolling Stones documentary, and like early 80s when I was like a baby and I was like looking through all this stuff like that my mom gave to me like you know how your mom like calls you up and is like come get your stuff like she (laughs) saves all your like little kid drawings and stuff and then one day all of a sudden it's like not important to her anymore (laughs) takes up space (laughs) yeah all of a sudden it's like you're an adult now yeah Yeah. so I got like this box and for some reason this tour laminate from Rolling Stones 1981 ended up in there and it has like a 
What's that flying V guitar? Yes. Yeah. It looks really, really like <gasps> unprofessional to a lanyard. Like for these days, you know? That's It's awesome. like a real lanyard. <gasps> what are you going to do with it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Was that Let's Spend the Night Together? Yeah. I went on a date in sixth grade to go see Let's Spend the Night Together. No way. With a girl. This, I went on a date That's with this girl. Okay. I was really hoping, before you said uh, uh, from the 80s, a Rolling Stone documentary, I was really hoping your dad was the one who shot the, um, what was it, uh, Cocksucking Blues? What was that one where it's like the Rolling Stones hanging out doing heroin? Oh, I don't know. Jeez, it's gosh. like it's like kind of an unofficial release. It's just them. Did you dream that? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You can get it like bootleg. There's, it would always come into the record store I worked at. It would just always be like on a VHS tape. It was real bad quality. And then, like, Which record store did you work at? Benway Records in Venice oh. Beach. Oh, okay. And I also worked at Amoeba for oh, a little bit. Yeah. cool. Yeah, I got fired. What? Yeah, yeah. For like not like recommending enough like No, for uh for giving all of my friends discounts. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do, yeah. That I thought I had figured out the way. And it was weird cuz to was, make friends? No, no, just like to keep a job. Hell, yeah, I just I kind of like I figured like there's no way for them to tell what's going on. Right. And then I guess someone was looking over my shoulder um and told on me and uh it was uh it was weird because it was like the the girl that was like my best friend there. She's like, I really didn't think I wanted to tell him, but I had to. Like, you got me fired. Oh, oh. Yeah. Do you guys still you're like, out? it was no. an official friend discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like your mom turning you into Joseph McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it was my responsibility <laughs> as an American. Yeah. No, well, you didn't have to do that. He loved red T-shirts. I had to turn them in. <laughs> <laughs> but as part of her long-term plan, she knew you were going to follow your passions in life and become a writer. She was like, I'm, this is for your sure. own good. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. kick you out of the nest. Oh. <laughs> You'll yeah. never go anywhere working at Amoeba. <laughs> Did you ever... Your uh, words were never spoken. <laughs> have, you, have you ever performed at the Amoeba store? I haven't ever. I've shopped there many times, though. It's fun. It's really fun. I can, I can drop a lot of cash in that yeah, store. Because you, easy. like, just go through like one small section and you all you know you pick up a bunch of stuff and then you're like in another like there's like such specific organization to the yeah racks. It's, i mean and then they have a lot of vinyl too which yeah, it's just cool one of those too. places where you start to walk out and you go wait yeah. what's that oh, yeah. yeah it is pretty amazing though that jonah and he impulse bought a record player <laughs> what some <laughs> of those little box oh yeah record players i just yeah. wanted one for my desk yeah and, uh, yeah so little usb, you should USB? Have one. Uh, it does have usb but it's a complicated uh situation of trying to record your vinyl onto your computer it was really uh, i can do it easier than the setup they had for it but yeah it's able to but it looks like you know it's a kind of with a yeah, little case so you can yeah. lift it up Sure, like nice. the old days where you uh, you just put your you Walkman in front of the speaker yeah. Yeah. and you just oh, hit record. That was that was like I made so many ma- mixtapes off of my parents' record. Like my parents had like a really huge record collection. And like of course, like when you're in school, you have no money to buy yeah. like anything. I mean, I think so back you're a prisoner you know, of your parents' yeah, musical taste. Ex- well, yeah, and they had good taste in music, and they had all these records that they that were just sitting, you know, because they they were pretty obsolete at that point like it was it was pre like vinyl becoming something that people yeah. wanted i would just take the records and i would stand there <laughs> with the boom box like <laughs> taping yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, we had a jukebox in the basement and the basement oh, flooded and, oh. uh, and then, but my dad just kept all the 45s that were <sighs> that's the awesome and i would go through them when i was a kid i remember a big thing i like to do was uh dubbing uh cassette tapes to another cassette tape mm-hmm. and because it would do the high speed dubbing and it would speed everything up oh, and it was like oh. remember that was like a thing where that was, like it was hard technological to do. yeah you're like oh, it's funny james hetfield sounds like a chipmunk <laughs> <laughs> if there was a if there was like a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Whoa! Oh my gosh! Oh, this please don't fall back. Is, like really, it's please really don't fall back. <laughs> um, um, if there was like a song I want to hear more, because with tapes you you have to rewind. If there was a song that I thought like I'm gonna want to hear this more than once on my mixtape, <laughs> I would put it twice, nice. once on each side. <laughs> Old repeat. Yeah, because you don't want to yeah. have to. And you have to find it in the. Yeah. Yeah. What a nightmare! Yeah. What a, I, you got to put it at the beginning of the side. Did you, that way you did, can auto yeah. rewind. Did you do like radio DJ stuff, or did you just make tape mixtapes? I made just tapes. We we did a little radio. My sister and I did a little of radio <laughs> DJ stuff. But I turned up my Fisher Price record player, played a little slowly. So when I actually heard stuff digitally and how they should have been, I was like, oh, that's faster. Yeah, I had a record player like that. Sergeant Pepper is really loud. Yeah. <laughs> what, were some, what were some of the hit songs on the uh, old Zoe Deschanel mixtape? Oh, man. I was, yeah, well, I was in just, I sort of had, you know, it was like definitely like, like, um, uh, limited by like my dad's record collection, but... A lot of Cat Stevens, mm-hmm. a lot of James Taylor. Cat Stevens? Oh, Yusuf Islam. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I always forget his old name, his Christian name. I never remember. Yeah, you never forget. You always forget. Um, like Graham Parsons, that sort of stuff. Nice. 70s folk. AM uh, Gold. That's like my... AM Gold. AM Gold is like, I would say, my area of love and expertise. And it's a My parents were way into uh, Seals and Crofts. So I had love this, Seals yeah, and Crofts. Seals and Crofts, uh, Greatest Hits. Oh my hits God, Summer Breeze. Diamond Summer Girl, oh yeah, and Diamond Girl are like... But Summer Breeze, isn't that like a little more blue-eyed soul? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. It is a little Cross bit. Crosses over in a way that isn't... Summer Breeze is kind of... Go, it goes a little far for me. Yeah. But it makes you feel good. Do, 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 do. But Diamond oh. Girl's got that bass riff. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. I, I scored like a really sweet like um, collection that was like one of these like collections that like Warner Brothers would put out in the 70s to like let you know about the hits. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's called Mellow Gold. Yes. yes. Four discs. It's amazing. Yeah, those collections. I mean... The kind you can order off a TV. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. 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 I oh, mean, from Holland Oats well. and stuff. It's, mm-hmm. Is it? Is it yacht rocky? There's a. It definitely crosses over into yacht rock, but I would say it's more just like straight up mellow gold. Let's see, because I do have a. Look I have up mellow gold. I have, a, I have a yacht look, rock. Then um, pass by all the Beck this links. Is, this is yeah. This I is have like, a yacht rock playlist on here. No, I. I don't. I don't think I would say like. There's like um. A Stephen Stills solo track. There's an Aretha Franklin track. I mean, it's, hmm. it really spans the gamut, but it's a good mix. Well, tell me, tell me if any of these. So this is on. This is on my. Uh, I can't see that far. What? what? <laughs> But. Okay, yeah. can you read this? That's better. That's better. No, I can't. I'm All right, guys, like this confirms she's not superhuman. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have uh, "Do It Again" by Deodato, '70s classic song. Um, uh, Doctor Hook, that, n- no. Doctor Hook, Pablo Cruz. No, no, no. Steely Dan. There's some Steely. There might be. Um, there's Steely Dan is the type of thing that would be on there. I don't think there's Steely Dan on there. I can look up this particular record and see what mellow gold. Yeah. I got the Cannonball Run theme on here by Chuck Mangione. <laughs> well, not. I got a. I got a. I mean, shitloads of Stephen Bishop. Come oh, on. there is. I feel like there might be a Stephen Bishop track. And a bunch of Michael McDonald. Yeah, there's no Michael McDonald. <laughs> but there, there, um, there might be a Doobie Brothers track. 
Good. All right. I, so. I think I might have to pick up Mellow Gold. <laughs> That's how they sold it, too, no, in the but, commercial. Yeah, I don't know if you can find it. You're going to have to, like, look really hard because I don't know that it's, like, super easy to find. You're lucky. My parents listened to <laughs> shitty music, so I was stuck with shitty music when I was a kid. Oh, what what did they listen to? My dad... Well, my dad listened to all country music, which I've since grown to appreciate. I, but I love country music. It's But, like, 70s, like, Waylon Jennings, which I love. Which is good, though. Yeah, which is good. And a lot of old, like, like Ray Price and, like, really yeah. classic, good country That's music. Good. My mom listened to, like... Uh, I mean, I know we had that... I know we had that Barry Gibb, Barbra Streisand duet album. Okay. Guilty. <laughs> all right. We also had uh, Love on the Rocks by Neil Diamond. Okay. And, uh, I'm and then, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, I know, right. <laughs> I know, like the the vibe. Yeah, so it was a definite. I almost feel like my parents were trying to There's annoy like, each other with their music. <laughs> <laughs> my mom hated country music, and my dad hated hated like my smooth. mom. <laughs> <laughs> smooth. Why is it weird? Why is it weird? So, I was like, <laughs> where did you grow up? I grew up in in Los Angeles, California. You did? Yes. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Crossroads High School in Santa Monica. <gasps> Do you know it? Of course. Did you it's guys grow up here? No. I went. I came out here my senior year of high school. Oh, where'd you go? I went to uh, a Jesuit school called Loyola. Oh, cool, cool. My sister went to like Marymount. Oh, for yeah, a that bit. was our yeah. sister school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marymount was an all girls school. Yeah, my mom kept trying to make the Catholic school thing work for like my sister because she liked. My mom loved Catholic school, but like. I don't know. I don't think it like worked. We were like we were like crazy kids, so like it. Didn't, well, that's why like, you're at Crossroads, right? Yeah, like I yeah, it worked for me. Yeah. I I I never went anywhere else. Like I, we spent one year in London, and I I, I went to school there. But um, I went to Crossroads all the way through. But my sister switched schools a lot. A lot of my friends that we grew needed up. to be nurtured creatively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my Duh. friends that are former high school uh, drug addicts all went to Crossroads. Uh, but see, here's the thing. I am like this is like a very uh, nerdy fact about me. I know that's your like podcast. Like, <laughs> I like I'm terrified of drugs. Like, and like I would hear those things about kids, and it would like I I I I never knew anyone. Like, I mean, I knew people who did drugs, but I never saw them do drugs. I never knew until like later when they got caught and kicked out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I was the same way. I had yeah. no idea. Like, I had no idea. I saw, like, an anti-drug commercial when I was, like, seven that scared me so much that, like, still to this day, I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy sitting in yeah, the vial but, of cocaine all actually, by himself. Yeah. I know, with the, the kid who has, like, the drug box Learned with, like, from every kind you. of drug. Yeah, yeah. My, and, and when, I, when I was in college, my, my best friend Mike, this girl that he knew, invited him to a party, <laughs> and she casually threw in that there was going to be crack at the party. <laughs> but it's such a comedy word that it did, like, her trying to toss it off like it wasn't a good issue. She was like, yeah, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of cool people, music, there's going to be some drinks, uh, crack, there's going to be yeah. chips. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? What kind of chips? <laughs> Crackling chips. Oh. Crackling chips sound great. Yeah, just really into pork rinds. <laughs> um, but but yeah, no, there. I know there there was that that thing about some. But I got an amazing education there, and I like had amazing teachers, and I actually did very well. In yeah. School, so Didn't it, Jonah Hill go there? Yeah. 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 A lot. Of, a lot of fun, nerdy, smarty pants kids went went to Crossroads. Yeah. It was a cool yeah. Yeah. You could you could really you could really get on the path of 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 smartness. <laughs> Clearly. Obviously. Hey, 
Whoa. Welcome to the path of smartness with Zoe Deschanel. Listen, I'm just like trying to talk in layman's terms. Oh, sorry. Thanks. My simpleton like, brain, my public school brain can't. Like, yeah. I just, you know. She I means, she means smartiness. Yeah. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Smartiness. So what's a word? Jonah, no. It's a word. No. It's a word. It's not a word. All right. It's close to being a word, though. Take your meds. Smart. Um, so when did you, so you, did you, did you go to college? Did you go to college? Or did I you? went to Northwestern. Oh. But I dropped out to be an actress. That seems to be working out pretty well. I think you made the right decision. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Were you studying theater at Northwestern? I would. I well, it was. It's a. It's not a conservatory program. Mm-hmm. So I was. It was like a liberal arts education. But it. I did have a focus on theater. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But yeah, I was only there nine months, and there was. I took some great classes there, but. But um, I don't. It's. 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 It was a long time ago. <laughs> was there a job that got you to dr- quit school or you just yeah, thought? Yeah, I got this movie Almost Famous and yes. I dropped out. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I was I was going, I was flying, I was going to fly home to start rehearsals and I I was going to store my stuff at school because I was going to come back the next fall. And then just on a whim, I was like, I had $500 to like, to. oh, I knew, I, I had $500 to fly home, but I... I didn't spend all that on my ticket. I got like a cheap ticket. So that I was like, well, I've got $300 less. I'm just going to ship all my stuff home. Wow. So I nice. used all of the money to ship my stuff home. That was before I the fuel crisis. I my iMac home or whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah, before the fuel crisis. <laughs> but yeah. You could get a ticket for like $200 to fly. Yeah, anyway. I know. Last minute. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> are you traveling a lot now? Or are you in town? I well. Were you I, doing a show now? Your show got picked up. Yes, my show got. Congratulations, picked up. Thank the new you. girl. The new girl. Yes, yes. congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. Oh, did you so always? Fun. Did you did you say? Did you kind of make the conscious decision? Like, I think I'm going to go do TV now. Or no, it was like a. I to be honest, like I'd never thought about doing TV. Really, I mean. Just you know, I had been had some television opportunities, but I never really thought about doing it. And then I read the script. I had that's not totally true. I had been developing a show at okay. HBO, but that never really went anywhere. And then I got the script for the show, and I just really, it was just really funny. It made me laugh. So. Wait, what was the HBO one? I think I remember. It was actually based on Pamela DeBar's book. Um, I'm with the band. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. groupies. Um, but it would have been, that would have been cool too, but, um, it just, you know, you know, developing things is kind of like a hit or miss kind of process. Well, you have such a great, I mean, what's so fun about you and your career is that I feel like you make very specific choices about the kind of stuff you want to do because usually when I hear that you're in something, I always think, oh, that probably has a really cool vibe to it because oh. that's the kind of stuff that you tend Thank to you. that you tend to pick. Do you do you make that kind? Do you turn stuff down that you don't want to? Yeah, I just like do whatever I want. Really, <laughs> I know that sounds like very simple, <laughs> but but no, I just really am. It's just like, do I feel like doing that right now? It's very much like a based on just complete like like seat of my pants decisions really like I just I'm like yes no yes no I make decisions very quickly I think just because I don't I don't want to I think when you like weigh pros and cons too much if you let yourself be every time I've let myself be talked into something and I have Mm -hmm. like I've done some bad movies and they were all because I let myself be talked into (laughs) it like someone like made me feel like it was uh 
like a good career move or something. And yeah. usually it was not so a good career So if we've learned move. anything, it's drop out of school, <laughs> do what you want, yeah. and don't do let whatever people you want. Into yeah. stuff and ship your iMac home. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think those that's actually pretty sweet advice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bad. To be honest, get a $200 plane ticket, ship the rest of your shit yeah. home. And yeah, $200 plane ticket to I never fly to the town. I never used that computer again. You know, I'll tell you. iMac home. What's, what's really interesting <laughs> is that, is, what's really interesting is that, you know, especially as an actor where you yeah. sort of, um, you kind of become almost a hunter-gatherer in a weird right. sort of way. That <laughs> you, you get into this mindset <laughs> of, I just have to take anything that comes along because who right. the fuck knows when I'm going to work again. But then there is something very interesting and unique about saying no to things oh, because you don't want to do them that creates more weird, cool stuff. Yeah, I, I actually like, I. that's why like, <clears throat> I mean, I, I also like write music. I have a band. And so having more than one job makes me feel so much more secure because I don't have to take jobs Mm -hmm. just because that's a bad place to be in. If you're like, well, I guess, but I'm not getting any other work. So I have to take something. Then it's hard to wake up in the morning. Cause like if you're working on a movie, you have to wake up really early (laughs) (laughs) and like waking up at four in the morning for something you're not interested in. is like, (laughs) Oh oh boy. And and then you, you almost (laughs) feel, it almost feels like you're in debtor's prison or something. Yeah. I, I have no choice. I have to do this. Yeah, or I'm yeah. Not gonna I to... mean, and then it reflects poorly on you if, you, if you're like phoning everything in, yeah. you know. <laughs> all your friends start hating you because all you're doing is complaining about the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't understand, you guys. It's really yeah. hard. It's really hard to be. <laughs> no, I, we're, we're very familiar with She and Him. It's a, I, I love. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Thanks. I, I, I particularly enjoy the song uh, Black Hole off Volume 1. Thank, thank it's a fucking you. fucking awesome song. Thanks so much. When did you, I mean, I know, I, obviously you had a musical background. It's yeah. not just like, oh, I'm just going to start singing all of a sudden. Because hey, yeah. I think when everyone, when, when you sang in the movie Elf, everyone was like, oh, oh yeah, she actually is a singer. That's not just let's let this actress sing. That's a thing she, like when Jack Black sang in uh, High Fidelity, oh, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a thing he does. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another thing he well, does. He went to Crossroads. Yeah, he did go to Crossroads. Yeah. Uh, crazy thing about that, some guy, when I was working at the record store in Venice, some mm. guy had just watched High Fidelity, came into the oh. store. He's all, hey, there is this guy at the end of the movie, High Fidelity, that sings and it's so good. Does he, is he a singer? Does he have an album out? And it was like the week before the Tenacious D album came out. Oh, and then my he came back in the next week and he bought it. And then he came back in the day after that and was like, that's not what I was expected. You're like, you sound like Marvin <laughs> Gaye. Yeah. <laughs> These are songs about uh, wieners. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. I want to hear Barry Jive in the Uptown Five. I do, uh, the Kathleen Turner Overdrive. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. When, yeah. I, uh, when I heard him on that Mr. Show sketch in the first season or second season. Oh, oh the, yes. um, yeah. The, uh, like, the one Jeepers where Creepers. The, yeah, where he's the yeah. overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. this guy, I have to hear more of this. Oh, no, the overalls one. That's the uh, the farmer's daughter. Yeah, the farmer's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. When we did, um, when I did Rock of Ages in L.A. with Kyle, yeah. uh, he said, he was like, yeah, Jack Jack piloted a lot of that stuff. Like, I remember going to his apartment once and he was in his underwear and there were pizza boxes everywhere and he had drawn the Tenacious D logo on a napkin <laughs> and he just showed it to me and went, this. And they were like, cool, cool, Sure, sure. You want to pick this place up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's start there and then we'll make a band. <laughs> it all started with pizza. <laughs> so how, how's it, now you guys have two albums out? Yeah, yeah, we, um, we put our first record out in 2008 and our second record in 2010. And I also enjoy uh, M. Ward as a solo art. Like he, yeah, he, he pops up on the Pandora all the time yeah. on my uh, Rogue Wave well, channel or my. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I love Pandora. Yes. Um, 
But uh, <clears throat> actually, I was a huge fan of Matt, and um, I was writing tons and tons of music just like for no one. Like it was literally just sitting at, like I had a just like a big file full of music in my <laughs> computer that I was recording. I had started writing music in high school, <clears throat> and it was getting like to the point where it was like crazy, like a crazy person. Just all to my yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I play it for my mom. Like yeah. that's it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my mom's like really encouraging. She's like, you're really good. <laughs> um, you have to play it for people. And I was like, no. And people kept wanting me to do albums of like standards because they sung a standard in Elf. Mm-hmm. And people kept coming like, I've got an idea. Why don't you do an album of standards? And I was like, no. <laughs> You're not at the Rod Stewart point Yeah, yet. I'm not, I'm not quite Rod, Rod Stewart yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I met Matt and I just, I gave him my, all my home demos. And luckily he saw something in the songs that I wrote. Yeah, and he's great. Wanted to produce them. Yeah, he's such a great producer. He's so fun to work with. He's just like really creative. And yeah, you, you can tell too, like a lot of the uh, the things he does or doesn't yeah. do in the songs. Just the yes. little, just some, I can't remember which song, but there's one song where there's a little lick in a song and it's just the only time it kind of comes up and he just does a lot yeah. of interesting stuff like that. I saw him once live. My friend's uh, Dio Smalls opened up for him at the, um, what's the tiny little amphitheater? Um, on Cahuenga, is it the Henry Ford? The Fonda? Fonda? The, the Fonda, the no, little amphitheater. Oh, oh, the Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah the, the Henry, Henry Ford. Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he yeah. was playing and it, uh, a song on the piano, and it was beautiful, and it yeah. was very, everyone was like very happy, and there were smiles all over the place. And then it's because it's hugged up against a hill, a deer came down, oh. to, was at the back of the stage during the song. Like, it was like a fucking Disney movie. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every, everyone's minds must have just yeah. melted out it's of their eyeballs. Like, oh. And then, like, I think he turned around and it made a noise and it scuttled out. But. And then he leapt on it and ripped out its throat yeah, with his yeah. teeth. Typical <laughs> Amor. <laughs> Typical Amor. This is why we're here. Yeah, yeah. He holds it up by the head. Amor shows, it starts off it's so mellow, so but mellow. then it turns into a gore show. Oh, did he, sla- did he slaughter the deer? Did he yeah. slaughter the yeah, deer? Yeah, for yeah, the encore? Did, yeah. yeah I mean, like, that, that brings like it together. Ozzy Osbourne, right? but like more hardcore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like with four limbs. Yeah. But that's what's so interesting. Like, that's, that's, I mean, to me, that's a sign of a really great. Uh, artists, you guys can come together and your yeah. sound is totally so, different than his sound, yes. which is probably different from your solo sound. Right. And, he, and that's what's kind of fun. It is really, it's it's really cool because also like, I think the other thing is that like when you work to, well with somebody, it's like, you know how like when you work well with somebody, everything goes, feels like it goes quickly. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. day, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, oh my gosh, that was a whole day. Like it's fun. And like, if you're working with someone you're not supposed to work with, it's like, Ooh, like an hour feels like yeah. 18 hours. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I love working with him. And he's also he's also a virtuoso guitar player. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and he has his own totally unique guitar playing. Like, I'll hear him play on records that I don't know he played on. And I'll be like, that's Matt, like, playing guitar. Oh, I wow. can hear his, like, particular... Because he's left-handed, but he plays a right-handed guitar. Oh wow! And I Cobain. think that's part of you can his. Hear that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Special. And what it is too is that yeah. that, that hand stronger, so mm-hmm. you hear it, you hear more defined on the fret. I, I love my listen to yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, do yeah. You, do you plan? Really do you good. plan your tour? I mean, are is do you kind of have in your head like, all right, you know, TV movie tour, yeah, write songs, TV movie tour, or does it just sort of come? So it kind of like all ends up falling into place. Like when I feel like doing something, it ends up like, like I almost took, like 
I took a full year off, like almost a full year off last year. Just to, I just uh, from acting, I just was touring all last year. It was really fun. I did one little movie, and the year before that, I did one movie. But I I really <clears throat> slowed down on the acting for the last few years, just because I was touring a lot, which was fun. And now I'm excited to do a show, and that'll be fun too. Do you like the idea of doing a TV show because mm-hmm. you can just stay in town? Yeah, like it's it's fun to be home. Yeah. <laughs> like I definitely get it it grows I grow weary of living out of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's is, no is is your show is it uh, multicam? It is single cam. Single cam. So they you actually So it's like shooting, shooting a, movie. a movie. Oh, right. So you don't get that sweet 10 to 5 sitcom schedule. No, it's not as, it's not as sweet a schedule, but um but you know, I I don't know. I've done a couple like episodes of multicam shows mm-hmm. and I totally respect that art. Like it's it's a complete skill that I I think is really amazing. But I prefer to be able to do things a bunch of times mm-hmm. and like adjust my performance for the angle because mm-hmm. like you have like if you don't know if you have like a you know five cameras on you and they all one's like a wide shot and one's like, I would do different things for every shot. Sure. Cause Just keep your hands in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Be a robot. <laughs> I I know, but <sighs> No, I think that's cool. I think that I think that's really cool. When you're doing sitcoms, it's like you really yeah. there's not a lot of leeway to right. screw around that way. Yeah, like, this oh, we is a sitcom. It's just one camera. It's single camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so does is is Ben touring a lot now? Yeah, he's he's touring. He um is uh his record comes out like next week, but I don't cool. know what day it is according to the podcast. That single, that new single's great. It's really good, right? <laughs> it's good this single, probably yeah. really good. This, this, yeah. will, this will go up after that that comes out. Okay, well yeah. it comes out. It's yeah. out in May. Oh, that it's album. Out. That it's album. Really it outsold great. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can't believe that I didn't. I mean, like, I, I fucking saw him play at Bumbershoot one year. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> ah, I humbly apologize. Oh, is, no, is, please. Is it, is it, is it uh, like, keeps, like, moving. Your microphone. That's yeah, cool. the equipment looks somewhat professional. It's yeah. actually yeah. not amazing, and and all of the arms to everything. Matt's microphone doesn't really work very well. Don't have headphones. Don't know. But this isn't our facility. This this belongs to uh, Ryan Seacrest. This belongs to Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest Production. So I don't really know. Out. It's cool. He lets you guys camp out in here. I'm fairly yeah. certain he, he has no here? awareness whatsoever <laughs> that we're. <laughs> Does he like know you're here? He might. Well, he is. Uh, <laughs> go 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 go. He has guys. an awareness of all get things out, that get happen. Out, get out, get out. Yes, he has this weird. He's he has this weird force. Almost, uh, yeah. he's part machine. So he's like, those nerds. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hey. Sometimes he materializes through the wall and goes, "Wait a minute." Yeah, it was weird. I, I tweeted Back something about Martin. him. Yeah. I, I tweeted something about him one day about like I was like, "Oh, I have I have as many jobs as Ryan, but but with less money and more nerds." And I'm going to start calling myself Ryan C plus plus Crest. <laughs> and then he tweeted back. I'll parse code any day with you, buddy, or yeah. something like. That was a crazy uh, response. What? And you're also like, I. How does he do it? Because he's literally on air. Like, if you think about how many jobs that guy has, like it's he's insane. on, air. and they're all huge. Yeah, yeah, he's on air from like six a.m. Oh, okay. or something. CBS right? is right up there. That's where they film. He might be the Matrix. Yeah. He might be the architect. <sighs> oh, Joni, okay. No, maybe <laughs> us seeing him on different things is a glitch in the Matrix. Oh, it, it is. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe he's just 
like same, in that cat same blues. Well, Maybe he's like a 14 year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cyborg that got free, and the government was like, we can't control him any longer. He's creating reality television. Seacrest out. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes into his recharging arc. <laughs> I like um, how many sound effects you guys make. Well, yeah, yeah. podcast is almost radio, so we got to do the <laughs> yeah. morning you show. Have to. Laser, laser, laser. Pew, pew, pew. Laser. Pew, pew. Have you ever called into a morning radio show? Oh, my. I've done some. <laughs> yes. He used to host morning radio. In well, hey. that was a long time ago. That was 12, 13 years ago. Yes. Nothing I, makes me laugh more than, like, I, if I ever call into a morning radio show, like, I, it is so funny. Like, it. I just find it so funny. Sound like, effects. The way, yeah, like just like the way that the tradition of it and the way that like those <laughs> traditions have like formed over the years and like what is expected of a morning radio host. Like and yeah. I just, I can't, I can't, I, my, it's like I become a being floating above my body, like, <laughs> like watching myself talking to a morning radio host and it's hilarious. I can't even picture you having to call in and deal with a, Hey, we got uh, Johnny Z in the Dickhead Show. We got dickheads out here. Here's the picture of me laughing hysterically I think on I th the phone in my house in my pajamas. What you have to understand is all these morning guys <laughs> have strangely similar personalities in the sense right. that when when the mics go off, they they're they're all very uh, anxious, depressed people. And I think part of it is. I think getting Don't up at four o'clock every morning yeah, is like it slowly human beings destroying yeah. the fabric of their being. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think I think there's a they're all very obnoxious because I think it's a big plan to keep pe people from falling asleep at the wheel on the way to work in the morning. It'll just like <laughs> just be obnoxious and people will stay awake and there'll be less accidents in the morning. I think you have We're to go lives. You have to go into a character if you're doing something yeah. every morning at that hour because. If I were just, you know, like, can you just talking like this, you'd have to be all the way up here because yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking shoot myself in the face if, exactly. I, if I come down. And you know what? I got to do it all again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. <laughs> I do have to, like, wake up really early sometimes to drive. And I do have to say, like, having at least something interesting happening. Like, yeah. NPR is definitely a savior in yeah. the morning. Uh, NPR's morning show is hilarious, too. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nietzsche in the dickhead. Did you hear Nietzsche this morning? He was hilarious. Nietzsche in the dickhead. <laughs> Nietzsche in the dickhead. Philosophical dick jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. If, if we really want to dick have. Dick jokes for the thinkers. What is a dick? <laughs> hilarious. How do I know the same boner that you're seeing is the same boner that, that I'm seeing? The boner Superman. <laughs> Think about it. The Uber boner. Here it is. Think about it or don't. I don't care. Did you have any? Uh, did you ever? Did you ever do any live comedy stuff? Um, live comedy like I sketch did in, or improv or anything in in school um I did a lot of sketch or um improv comedy mm -hmm. I enjoyed it <laughs> um, no but seriously I do have to skill. say I keep trying like I love doing improv I love it but there's literally like not a class you can take in Los Angeles that's not that they you don't have to like start as a beginner and like mm -hmm. work your way up and I'm like I'm not a, like being a jerk here, but like I'm a professional actor. I've been doing it for 15 years, like been paid to act. And I'm like, I think I can skip beginning improv. Jerry O'Connell doesn't. Jerry O'Connell <laughs> starts from the first, he goes and takes improv classes all the time, starts at 101. Well, he's a, well, he's a, yeah, he's 
I mean, I'm <laughs> anything to get away sure from the police. He, he has his own set of things he wants to work <laughs> on. I don't want to work on beginning improv. Also, you should have been in Stand By Me. Why don't we just yeah, compare right, every, yeah. every choice to Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Uh, do you, have you ever done Have you ever done ASCAT monologues at UCB? They asked me, but I kind of was like, wasn't sure exactly what it was. You basically just you go up. Um, there's but I kind of wanted to like not do the part that they were asking me. Oh, you don't want to do. be the monologist. You want to actually be in the improv. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to tell a story. I want to act. Listen, it's fun though. I'm so, telling you, I is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a blast. Really? I have a we we I have a I have a a live performance space that really? we do like live shows and stuff at. If you ever want to do, I would love and to. And if you ever want to do, if you ever want to put an improv group together, I, you can go I would perform love there. To. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be super fun. Thank you for inviting super me. Of course, of course. Whatever you want to do. Whatever Just you want to do. like my mom in the audience. That'd be <laughs> maybe, cool. Maybe. She's very supportive. You're doing yeah. great, honey. She loves yeah. me. Yeah. Nice yes and work there. <laughs> Good space work. Good space work. That looks like a phone. I, I could have sworn it was a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's something that I, I read about you that I wanted to talk to you about. was Because yeah. um, uh, my, my girlfriend has the same thing, is, is gluten insensitivity. Yes. Which she didn't realize Credit for you. Okay, and yeah. so what I think we're I think we're learning really in just the last few years is that people who thought they just had illnesses their whole life are actually mm -hmm. like it's a much more prevalent. Oh problem. my gosh, it really is. Like I used to get sick all the time. I mean, I used to always have like every like I would have like sinus infections and bronchitis and like everything, and then I stopped eating that, and it really like I mean, but. It was because I had a blood test. A lot of people just yeah. stop eating gluten because they're like, oh, well, I just don't do gluten anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but like it's awesome if you can eat it. Like, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't know. I had a blood test that it said, don't, don't do that, man. Did it? <laughs> it was like gluten weird, the, question mark. Yeah. And then it was like, mm -mm, don't do that. <laughs> it was just a MM, MM dash MM. And there was a drawing uh -uh, of a finger girl. with yeah. the arrows going back and forth. <laughs> gluten, oh no, you did apostrophe. Oh no, you didn't. Yeah. 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 Did, did, you, did, you, did you feel, instantly, did you feel the results? Instantly, I felt like I was sad. Oh, right. <laughs> like, there's a mourning period when you, like, lose your bread yeah. privileges. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, really? You can, you can find, you Baby know. Cakes is my savior. Baby Cakes is great downtown. And also, oh. if you go to places like Portland and Seattle, yeah. like, you, they, oh, it's I do, all and I about do. that. Well, look, Lucifer's yeah. Pizza on Hillhurst has yeah. gluten-free pizza. Right. I actually, get, I'm not gluten-insensitive. I get the, the rice crust at, at Lucifer's because it's so, Cause it's it's so good? good. I've never yeah. been there. It's really good. It's right on Hillhurst. Um, but do they have egg? Because I can't have eggs either, which like because a lot of gluten free baking has eggs in it oh. because the egg, the protein in the egg makes is up because gluten is the protein that binds like everything together. And like you can actually bake without eggs like a lot of times. I don't know if you're into baking science, but I am. <laughs> it is a science. It is a science. Yeah. And um, you can like make um, you can just you can actually like um make stuff with just wheat flour, like just regular flour if you put like um, um, vinegar in because mm -hmm. you set off the gluten. Yeah. But the reason why a lot of gluten-free 
baking baked stuff tastes weird because it's too crumbly because it's not being held together. It has no protein. Yeah, to hold never anything. really moist or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. To, nothing to hold it together. Do you which have is to, the worst word. Do you have to make a lot of your own moist? food? Yeah, you can't say that word in front <laughs> right. of me. What did you say? <laughs> hey, moist. Uh, yeah, yeah. So many girls hate the word moist. <laughs> yeah, well, stop it's, saying it. I'm just curious. the worst word. I'm yeah, I, di- I dated a, I dated a girl in college and she hated that word. What is? Why? And the other thing that made her mad was uh, <laughs> what is the difference between moistening and moisturizing? And I'm like, well, moisturizing is more of a thorough. A thir- wow, I don't know. Like I couldn't really. Yeah. I couldn't really make a distinction. We will not say that word anymore. That word drove her. Insane. It's just but that word so, that drove you insane. Yeah. Why does it drive you insane? It just sounds gross. <laughs> okay. You don't have you don't have like little buzzwords that just sort of like eh, it just feels yeah. like an electric shock running through your body. No. Really? Not that I know of. Find one. Go. Um Apple. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh so do you make a lot of your own food or do you have to Yeah, I mean, really like I used to be a vegetarian. I'm not anymore, and I it's much easier to be just like eat meat yeah <laughs> <laughs> just eating meat it's like makes thing going to restaurants a lot easier because yeah. most places have like a meat dish you can get right doesn't include gluten right right steaks so are just eating steak all the time yeah no i don't actually really eat steak but i eat you know some chicken and stuff yeah it's it's really hard. I don't think people realize how much gluten is in it. It's everything. in everything. Little, literally everything. It's crazy. And whenever uh, it's in soy sauce. Yeah, yeah. it's in soy That's sauce. There's wheat and soy. And and you know, it's just that thing where, if like Janet will eat something, and then like an hour later she'll go, "Fuck, there must have been gluten in that." Like she can tell. Yeah. Like she she just you feels start it blowing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it she feels awful. Yeah. It it sort of feels like you had Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. but you only ate like a little bit. Like then you're like, uh, I eat something. Is there, do, do we? Is there a is there a larger like philosophical theory about like why so many like because obviously there it's an, there's there's some sort of evolutionary thing. I I I mean I I, I don't want to be like I'm not claiming to be like an expert on it, but they say that it has something to do with like um how it's um it has evolved the it has evolved over time i mean i think there are people who just don't eat gluten because they think that like all all wheat in our country is genetically modified and Mm -hmm. that in europe it's not right but i actually have like like in my blood like something that's saying that i shouldn't have it i think um you know actually i part irish and there are a lot if you go to ireland there's like gluten free items on every menu because like a lot of people there are gluten intolerant. Oh, that's um, interesting. I think it's just like I I think it might be just a genetic thing. Yeah, yeah it really it really has exploded in the last couple of years yeah. just yeah. in terms of everyone. I think it's like also I'm not I I'm not saying anything about anyone, but um, a lot of actresses <laughs> are like, oh, I'm you know like don't eat gluten because I think it's like people like just restricting them there's right. something like like self-flagellating about right you know being like well now i don't eat this now i don't eat that well yeah and it's and it's almost you know i almost feel like i mean we don't go we don't go out to eat a lot because i almost feel like janet it, it, she almost has to justify it sometimes to to people at restaurants she's like it's hard no i, I can't eat gluten and they're like okay sure and she's yeah, like they, no, yeah no it's like getting food like it's like getting food poisoning to her if she eats it like yeah. like violent illness yeah it 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 definitely can be hard, and you just have to know. I mean, I feel like they're just like the places that you know that are okay to go, but um, but definitely, <laughs> she's not. A, is she a vegetarian or anything? No. Okay, that's good. 
That would, I mean, I that feel like that would. That makes it much, much harder. That would wake it. I mean, yeah. Because I you, couldn't only eat. The only thing when I was vegetarian, the only thing I could eat was, um, you know, those like Vietnamese like rice, like paper rolls where they're like, it's just like a piece of like rice paper the right, around yeah, yeah, some yeah. lettuce. Yeah. yeah you yeah. like dip it into like sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. That was all I ate for like three months. I was she, like, I can't do this. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of lettuce wrap stuff. Yeah. yeah. Especially the when you're just on the go, it just becomes impossible. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's hard to eat even remotely healthy. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, tra- traveling a ton. Yeah. Then you, you go to the, but then if you Does go to. Does she travel the, a lot? Not as, not as, not that much. And right. the places she goes are, uh, are you know they're not Whole Foods is the savior of traveling. Yeah, like, Whole, Whole Foods is great. Yeah, I mean, like having been on tour all last year, like I just like ate. You just eat the same stuff every day, which is like yogurt. I would just like eat yogurt for every meal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess <laughs> put it on the rider. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, you know how like they publish people's like hospitality writers like yes. fans. And such a, like, such what a, a diva! Move. I'm like, but it's so funny because I'm like. They would like really think I was cool if they saw it. mine. Would mine's like Greek yogurt, <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I think Matt asked for like cupcakes or something. Like that's like our writer. Like, worked, there's nothing else on there. I worked with uh, um, at the record store in Be- mm-hmm. uh, Venice. Uh, I worked with Ronnie, the bass player from the band The Muffs, and uh, he would always tell me stories where they would all get together and think about what they can put on their. Uh, on their rider to so they can just have stuff when they come back mm-hmm. and they would put 12 packs of uh of toilet paper and right. just like in stuff they would need <laughs> so basically they're having venues do their yeah. grocery shopping yeah. and so by the time the tour is over they said like you know the merch part of the van would be gone and then it would right. just be replaced with all the stuff they'd come home they'd split it all up and they wouldn't have to go shopping for a while Brilliant. I, genius. I think that um you know well not i think i know you have to pay for all that stuff so i always think like it's funny when they do that because you're like well that person is you guys realize that that person's paying for like the elephant rental or whatever it is <laughs> they're like crazy things a lot of elephant rentals for. in the three the she and him shows now <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Matt, matt's tired of slaughtering deer it's like i want to fucking go bigger like i just want to go as big as possible oh my god i want to kill an elephant by hand <laughs> what, about water, what, about, what about a water buffalo matt Can we go uh, water let's buffalo work first? our way up let's work yeah. our way up <laughs> do you when you're when you're writing do you, do you do you sit down to write or do you is it one of those like I have an idea for a song now I'll write or do you force um, yourself to write I have to force myself because um otherwise I get distracted so I have to like sit my, I have to like lock myself in my house for days on end and be like I I think I I I don't know I I, I don't really write ever with other people so I kind of like I kind of like have to be alone and I have to like have the feeling of being alone for like enough time before I start to write. Like I, it's, it's sort of like a strange thing that like, like, like th- that's why I was writing all that music. I was like alone on location, like doing movies where I was like really like lonely, didn't know anyone. And I was like alone in hotel rooms with like a little keyboard, like <laughs> writing songs and like a travel guitar. What would you record on to? <clears throat> well, originally I would record, I had an M-Box, which was like mm-hmm. the portable yeah. Pro Tools. And I had like microphone. And literally, like I would travel with a suitcase full of stuff. Like I would have like cables and like microphones. and So you could get flagged as a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can't even tell you. <laughs> like, like if you're traveling with like a slide for a guitar, like no one knows what that is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pipe everyone thinks you're doing something yeah. wrong. Um, 
and um and like a folding guitar and like a keyboard. Oh, I've seen those folding guitars. It's, yeah. They actually sound okay. It, it totally sounds not bad. Like I mean, it gets it the job done. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. the job done. Um, it's its own like style. <laughs> it sounds twangy. Um, but yeah, I would just travel at a Glockenspiel. I just like have a bunch of crap in there. Oh, the Glock. Yeah, you gotta have a Love Glock. the Glock and Spiel. The Angel Glock. It's like this little folding one that like. You're like yeah, a one-lady band yeah. when you check into a hotel. You set yeah. up a recording studio. That, that's what I used to do, but like now, like computers have built-in microphones, which actually sound better or easier. If you're just trying to make a quick demo, it's like so much easier yeah. to use the internal mic. Garage band. Yeah, than setting up like a mic <laughs> yeah. and then like having to deal with like I my first demos i would blow out like every take like because i'd be like so cool i didn't <laughs> you know it was like they have a really specific style because they're like i didn't know anything about i had like no knowledge of like recording or mm. that like oh it's going into the red it must distorted. mean it's picking up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay it's going into the yeah, red yeah. yeah everything's like <gasps> <laughs> it's like they do if you're going into a hotel and like you know like like putting up that egg foamy egg crate yeah. on the wall yeah. and setting Actually, up a... before that i had a a digital eight track oh okay a roland digital oh, yeah. eight track and before that when i was in high school my first recording thing was if you had a karaoke machine but my, this microphone keeps moving, by the way. That's why I'm Sorry. like... Um, I had a karaoke machine with two tapes. Mm -hmm. And so you could take that and they would be like an old-fashioned, like, overdub You where you just go, like, like almost probably like, I guess how, like, Last Paul did it. Like, originally, you'd take a tape and then you'd have it and then you'd sing a harmony and then it would go on to the next tape, and then you'd switch the tapes. Yeah. And then you have to do a mix down every once in a while, right? You have to, to pull all the tracks. Well, no, you're no, just going you back and forth. You literally go back and forth because oh, you only wow. have two tracks. You don't have. It's not like a. Yeah, it's not. There's no mix down. It's just literally like you screw it up, you screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> there's no you going know? back and pulling yeah, out there's tracks. There's no, no, no going back. So yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, it worked. How many songs do you think? I mean, do you feel like, do you have enough songs for, like, are there five more albums of songs that have been, un, that are unreleased? You know, no, because, like, there's a reason why some songs, you know, it's like some songs end up on records and then, like, you know, some, you know, are, you know, you know, aren't necessarily worthy of being put out into the world. Yeah, like, true B-sides. Z-sides. Yeah, yeah. Z-sides. Z-sides. These weren't really the... Yeah. I mean, there, there's some song, yeah, there's some songs, but I really feel like the next record's gonna be all new songs, and it's gonna, you know, it's like that third record thing where you like don't have your whole life to write right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do uh, <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy. No, but you know how like um they say like you have your whole life to write your first record. Right. And then there's a second one, they call that the sophomore slump. Well, it's like it's like the <laughs> kids that go to the open mic and they like the stuff they've been working on their whole lives that's their funniest yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, why, like, that's why, that's why, that's that's one of the reasons why, it's, I think, it's one of the reasons why I think Dude, why, it's uh, terrible. I know. If it's one of the reasons. see your mic what? situation, what they would really like, Chris, yeah. sorry. I think it's one of the reasons why Fight of the Concords didn't want to do a third season because the they first season, the first season, they did all of their A, a stuff and then it was like, now you gotta go write uh, hit songs again for yeah. the second season, yeah. and it's just gonna go Freddie Mercury on. This. They just thought it was awful. The experience. What? I'll just hold this like Freddie Mercury. 
<laughs> yeah, so let's keep referencing things people can't see with their ears. <laughs> I can imagine what I said, though. Yeah. Could nice juggling That act. could be a penis. <laughs> For those of you just tuning in. <laughs> Why would you be wearing those ballet shoes, Matthew? <laughs> well, Christopher. That shirt, that shirt he's wearing, it's just, uh, it's, uh, you just got to see it. Your jacket's on fire. <laughs> Zoe, I was wondering. It's like those old radio shows. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> the Foley artist. Yeah. Who brought that horse in here? Rochester, was that you? No longer me. Is there anything, you know, so acting, music, is there anything else? Is there any other any other medium? Is there any other thing you want to try to do? Oh, I started a, I just am starting a website that's like a, I don't, you guys maybe wouldn't be interested, but. What is um, it? It's a comedy website for girls. Um, but there's yeah. a section called Hee Haw <laughs> <laughs> for boys. Nice. But it's it's called Hello Giggles, and my friend, um, my friend's Molly McAleer, who's oh, like a Moss. blog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's my one of my partners, and then my other friend Sophia Rossi, who's a producer. We started this website. Sophia so, Rossi is she married to a guy named? She's not married. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. But she's. There's also a porn star named Sophia Rossi. It is not the porn star. Okay. It is the producer. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> uh, Just so you know. Yeah. There's also a porn star named Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Actually, I there, wonder why. There was, a, there was a comic named Dick Hardwick. And I'm like, if anything could make my last name worse, it's the name Dick <laughs> as a first name. Poor son of a bitch. Oh, uh, so what, what's what's going to be the he focus? choice there? He, 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 he didn't have Richard. to be. He could have been Richard Hardwick. Yeah, he could have been Richard Hardwick. Um, what? So what's the what sort of them? Is it is it is it sketch or is it blog format or what? It's actually it's a comedy and lifestyle. So we have like blogging, and then we're gonna do like more. I mean, we're just starting, so we're gonna have like more video content and stuff. It's gonna be like literally everything, you know. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, it's cool because there's like not enough stuff for girls. No. Uh, I, to- I mean, I t- per- I totally personally, agree. being yeah. a girl, like, there's, like, almost been, like, a tipping point in the last year as far as, like, like, there was, like, no- there's, like, n- there was, like, no place for girls in comedy. Like, if you want to be, like, in a, like, in a comedy, like, you have to play somebody's best friend or you have to play somebody's girlfriend. Right. Like, or the, or the, the bitchy time. wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, um... All, and and for a long time there weren't that many women writers like comedy writers and like all of a sudden there's just been it's like a like a total tipping point like now is a good time it is yeah. if you're a great a woman time to all the get into it the so many of the comedy pilots that were picked up this season are women yeah Whitney's got yeah. picked up Two, both, both of hers, both of hers <laughs> which is crazy and she has a talk show which is crazy yeah she also has a talk show mm-hmm. yeah so she has the one that she wrote with her friend. Yeah, and then, then she's then the one, the one she, she stars in. in and writes, and then yeah. she has a talk show. Jesus, yeah. which is a lot for one. That is a lot. That's do. a lot. She's yeah. like Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Come on, you guys. What are we all doing here? <laughs> I'm like really a sucker for that kind of. Thing. <laughs> but she is a workaholic. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, Whitney is a crazy workaholic. Right. She yeah. is. She absolutely is. You would have to be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's cool. And then you know, with Bridesmaids being such a huge success, such a good and, movie. Yeah. So, so funny. It's awesome. So anyway, um, we're, we started this website, and for all our our friends who are funny, <laughs> I'm excited about your website. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'll um, I'll send you a link to it. That would be fantastic. Wait, you don't. Your this podcast does not follow me on Twitter. We don't. I do. Don't. You do. Yeah, but this podcast, podcast doesn't have its own podcast. Yeah. No, Nerdist. I'm Nerdist. You. you don't follow. I me. do follow you. <gasps> 
Um, Chris, last time I checked, I <laughs> followed you and you did not follow I'm me. I'm 100% positive I was I'm following you. I'm at the real Zoe D. I know who you are because I, I, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you just uh, hit a I chord with I the Mr. Twitter. I was a little mad. I, I thought, I was, I I was like, he's my friend. We were on two talk shows together. Individually, whatever. I think we all follow you. I, I am following Do you. Do you are? follow her? I don't know oh. if I follow Zoe. Oh, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, okay. Look at the following checked, button right there. I checked originally, though. No, it, it took. Well, I followed you first. That's okay. <laughs> all right, baby. Why we gotta fight about Twitter, baby? Come on, it's all everything's groovy. And then, <laughs> no, we can um, we can send each other DMs. I know. I love Twitter. Yeah, it's great. It's so fun. It really has been. It really has been a lot of fun. I mean, as much as. You know, so it's funny. I feel like I feel like oh, everyone's on Twitter, and then you get to the middle of the country, and then you go, "Who here's on Twitter?" And then you just hear this. No, it, I don't think right. it's. I made don't one think, for my cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna say? Got up, had breakfast? No. Think of something interesting to write. It doesn't. You know. Inter- what? You hurt my brain. <laughs> Why you won't hurt my now brain? I am surprised how many people have Twitter accounts who don't have Google. Like they'll be like. When's your show on? And I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners like yeah. that. They're just like, when's the next one going up? I just, like, just count on it. How do you check it. the website? That'd yeah. be cool. Cause like, <laughs> you just think it. Think it and through. You could have tweeted something like five minutes ago, and then they'll ask, people will ask you again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if you can't quite get this, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. What were you, uh, did, did you like nerdy stuff when you were growing up? What? What constitutes? I mean, there's so many different types of nerdy. You're stuff. absolutely correct. Were you were you into uh, were you into computers at all? Were you into sci-fi? Were you into uh, video games? Were you into any any of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like, I was, I was, I would call myself like an extremely nerdy child, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, if I was like fit the box of nerdy, but like, is there a box of nerdy? Not anymore. Well, well no, yeah, it's, I was it's like, like there's two sides, different flavors. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> adorable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That was good. Thanks, thanks. You should well, do this professionally. There's watermelon and grape. There's watermelon and grape. <laughs> and there's nerd cereal. Definitely watermelon. Definitely. <laughs> Watermelon's good. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I like read all the time as a kid and I did like uh, Nintendo. All right. What Nintendo game did you <laughs> Super like Super Nintendo. I was really into Zelda. Yeah, you were. Zelda. Did you so get the good. Ocarina app on your iPhone so you could play the Ocarina? No. Yeah, it's really nice. You play it by oh. blowing into the no, speaker really? on, on your yeah. phone. Yeah, just the, the coolest part though is that you can. There's a map of the world that you can go and you can listen to other people playing live. Yeah, when they're playing there, it's like and and it, and it shows up as this green <laughs> beam of like so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ocarina, the ocarina. It's, a, app. it's crazy because you can oh. listen to the way people are playing oh, it cool. in Japan. Yeah, and then you can go into like the Eastern Bloc of Europe, and Amazing. there's it's different, totally different, it's like a diatonic it's cool. scale like, over there. Yeah. yeah, anytime there are quarter tones, there's going to be some different. <laughs> Uh, different things going on. Um, yeah, I was definitely into the Super Nintendo. That was nice. my thing. Um, but like, actually, like a little too into it. I feel like it was. It got to be like, it put me in a really terrible mood when I would have to like be pried away from. Right. You know, because you like get on a on a roll. You're like about to like beat a boss of a level. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of games in your have mom's saving. like dinner. You're like, uh, no. 
Uh, dinner's not going to beat this boss. Uh, no, <laughs> that's why I'm about th- to get a pendant. There's so, so many great. There's so many so many great YouTube videos of kids freaking out when their their game like when, they, when the console shuts off or like. Oh my gosh. Or that they lose their game or something. Yeah. I was I was totally. I was one into of those. computer games too. Um, I really liked. Um, um, there was a game called Transylvania. Uh-huh. Do you know of this yeah. game? It's it's along the lines of. Um, it's the ones uh, where you type in a command. You'll be like, "Move rock." Yeah, text-based, like like Zork, like those. Yeah, old, like the those beginning exactly. of the movie Big, where he's yes. playing the Ice Wizard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was really into that. I was in. I was. I actually really loved computer games. I really liked computers, but I never like was like programming computers to like like make my own games or anything. No. I don't know how far you want me to like go into this nerd thing. <laughs> I want you to start programming your own games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did learn a little bit, like when when we were like on the Apple Two E's. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, um. What was it? What was it? the the turtle name? Uh. What was it called? Where you learned, you're like, you type all this code and then you just make the turtle like walk across and turn left. And you're like, oh my God. I did that. I can't believe it. I am a God. <laughs> you type like slash, slash, slash. Like it, it, but it literally like almost was just typing because you'd just be like, okay, if I wanted to go like forward three inches, I have to like type like slash, slash, slash on that. I want to like turn in a circle. Like, <laughs> this shit's like, hard. Yeah, it's just yeah. like boring. I taught my phone. Like, re- remember, like when you um, they were okay. So like, like, like the Nokia phones, like in two thousand and one. You, you put could, the notes in. Yes. Yes. I and it was, but it had to be like, yeah, like you. you but it was a very complex system. Yeah. Like there were a lot of characters you needed to enter for mm-hmm. like each note. And I taught it to play. Um, some like I I just I taught it to play um in a sentimental mood. <laughs> I was like I was like I'm just like I had like the real book like the jazz like fake book. Mm-hmm. I I had that and I was like uh I was like really bored and so I just taught it to play a bunch of like jazz <laughs> standards. I tried to I tried hard to make mine uh, make a Dr. Dre sound and it just it didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, it works better with, but it's like, who wants to hear a phone play like Coltrane? That's how you make it sound as white as possible. Yeah. Like, boop, yeah. beep, boop, yeah. boop, beep, boop. It's Ornette Coleman. It's real out there. Are you it's a, pretty cool. Are you a Percy Faith fan? Percy Faith. He's no. a conductor. Uh, oh. like a, like a, oh, it's so gorgeous. Really? Am I, I'm i totally missing out. It's old. It's, it's, it's old. Oh. I like the Norman Luboff choir. All right. <laughs> if you know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're pretty much at the end of our oh hour. My gosh, so there's this couple, was really fun. There's a couple things I want to tell you. Number yeah, one, um, we've got to, uh, I will, we'll go get some gluten-free pizzas at, uh, yes, at Lucifer's as long as there's no eggs in it. Okay, cool. Um, and then this is, uh, I wanted to give you this thing. I, I started getting books. Oh. I don't know if this is even something that you'll that you'll want. For some reason, I'm on a someone's um, sci-fi romance novel book list. <laughs> so I have all these crazy, like... Do you want like, me to write a review? No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't know I whose will. book this is. Um, but this one just, this, this one just looked kind of fun. It's called A Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences. And it's, it's a weird is, detective-y, wow. sci-fi and steampunk... Romance? Yeah. Oh, Chris keeps on buying the rights to all of these books. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what that's all about. Mm, yes. Ooh, the teacup. Right. I like that this this gentleman has his pinky 
fully That's how you know he's fancy. Out. That's how you know he's fancy. Well, yeah. But I think of that as a lady thing. <laughs> yeah, but back out? in those days, men were dandy. That's true. Yes. Steam, steampunk she, dandies, yes, we call them. It's a steampunk because they both have goggles, yes. which is like how you know. That's how, how you know. Steampunk, yeah. someone, so, someone on Twitter <laughs> once, once pointed out that steampunk is what happens when goths discover the color brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's true. Or when they want to get crazy and go sepia. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this has been awesome. I yeah. love that. Thank you so much for coming Thanks. on the podcast. Ha- I'll come back again if you want me to. I would to. love to have you come sure. back. That was really fun. Oh, and then the third thing we're going to do is we'll have you, we can do a live show. You can do a live improv show. Oh, yeah. At the Meltdown Let's space. do it. Okay, cool. You have to start at the 100 level. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, can't you it's start the Jerry O'Connell clause. Sorry. Jerry O'Connell. I like that that's like the person I'm like, all right, cool. I guess Jerry, <laughs> I never like thought of Jerry O'Connell as like yeah. the template for like how I should live my life. I, do, you know. I like the YouTube. I always keep a comb in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Deschanel just said sex with Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> She's living like O'Connell. Oh, also Heather Graham. She was like she was taking classes over at UCB as well. Was she really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. it, you didn't hear? You don't look at the, the student roster of that theater. It's weird. I follow her everywhere. And it's like, <laughs> how did I miss that one stop she was making every were week? Were they in yeah. sketch or were they in improv? She was in improv. Because you like have to like work your way up, up to, to sketch. sketch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. You have to improv your way into writing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never, you know, as someone like in the in the 1900s, I took uh, some of the Groundlings <laughs> classes, <laughs> and so I, I was al- I had already done a bunch of improv, but then to, when I started taking the classes, yeah. Diff- it's it was so terrible because I never yeah. thought about the rules before. They have a and they have different rules. Like they yeah. all have different rules. Yeah, Second they all have slightly different, different focus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they'll all be like, no, 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 no. That's not way. how you do it. <laughs> you took a class at the Growlings and you cannot I come here. I spent $6,000 at the Growlings. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean that was wrong? Yeah. And then they cut me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Stiles just had an article about the like how he thinks that the short-form games are the better improv than the long-form stuff. Yeah, and a lot of long-form people will tell you that short-form games aren't real improv. Yeah, exactly. It's, right. You know what? There's no right but way. Nope. It's all improv, guys. It's all improv. It's all off the top of the dome. It's all funny. It's all off the top of the dome. Or yes, not. and <gasps> enjoy your burrito. There it is. That's what we um, say at the end of the podcast. It doesn't have to always be funny. That's the thing. No, it could just be a scene. I, I, I really, like, I think that, like, when people try to be funny, it's, it's not so. That's why I stopped doing improv, because my stand-up, uh, my stand-up uh, uh, muscle. No, my stand-up muscle was to try to take control of the scene and make jokes. Yeah. Right. And that's always the worst improv when people are trying to make jokes. Like it, right. The, the scenes yeah. have to be organically funny with everyone working as a team. Right, and right, right. It has to be a story. <laughs> that was too yeah. much of a control it's like, freak It's like, oh, it's really hot today, isn't it? I can't stop farting. No, no, stop. <laughs> because of the heat. <laughs> I have hot farts. Hot farts. <laughs> I have heat stroke induced farts. <laughs> What? Same? Freeze? Freeze? (laughs) (laughs) I'll deliver this baby. Not another pregnancy freeze. No, but. Okay. (laughs) Curtain. Zoe Chanel, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. You You sound excited. (laughs) No, I'm really excited. (laughs)
<laughs> that's Jonas a hipster. That's, that's all right. yeah. He doesn't care about yeah. me no, or anyone. He can't. He can't. Mustache, mustache, mustache. He's been culturally lobotomized. Stuff, but you probably <laughs> never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. At the last Sunset Junction, they had free You'll, lobotomies. Yeah. Came with the fixed gear. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I'm just gonna go in like the last scene of Flim Fluke with Cuckoo's Nest and just put a pillow over his face yeah. just to end his suffering. Make sure it's down. Yeah. You got yeah. caught in a hipster bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> he had to ironically gnaw off his hipster own hand. Hey, is that a PBR? Hold on. Ah, ah. No. Yeah, I got a hook because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, steampunk. Hook. So played out. So played. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting. Meet easily with colleagues, even when traveling or working remotely. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless in the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! 